Okay. <laughs> Swear to God, this is a thing. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the GOT Addicts. We are the Addicts. What up? Well, nine. The uh, the episode before the end of the season. It has come. It has presented itself. Yep. Come and gone. Yeah, that's it. That, that's all we're going for for right now. We'll get into it because I'm not giving you any more on this intro. See you on the other side. My name is Jerry. As always, my name is Steph. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us and find us across all social medias. And the way to do that is at the GOT Addicts. Send us an email at GOTAddicts at gmail.com. And remember to like, subscribe, comment on our postings because we like the interaction. We like interacting with each other. But we actually yeah. really like interacting with everyone else as well. We would like great discussions. <laughs> it would be yes. fun. Yep. Oh, Steph. Let's oh, give everybody a behind the scenes. Usually, we find a direction to start with, and we talk about it beforehand. You know, Correct. We just figure out where we're going to start. We went away from starting at the very beginning because, mm-hmm. you know, that was becoming... Boring. You know, it, it wasn't fun anymore. Stale. Uh, in this one, Steph, we didn't talk about this. We're just going into this with what I want to start yeah. with. And yeah. What I want to start with... Is Senor Feets. Um, excuse me, Senor Feet. Uh, Mr. Feet. El Feeto. <laughs> However you want to say this. And let's be clear. Yo sé hablar español, so I'm messing with that. Sí, no. yo también. <laughs> let's, let's not do this. Uh, oh, 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 General Strong. Oh. Yikes. <sighs> yeah. I have never in my life looked at a scene more and gone, what the fudge sickles is going on here <laughs> than I did at that very scene. That's fair. Because simply, and I want to give context because I want to make a point from my point of view. Got it. I am seeing everything out there going like, why was this scene in there? What's the point of it? Mm-hmm. It serves no purpose. How does it actually drive the story? Mm-hmm. The con- And then the other side is that if you understood the conversation that Rhaenice and Allison had beforehand, where Allison is a people pleaser, and Allison is always the one who wants to please everybody by giving up herself, mm-hmm. you would understand the context of her showing your feet mattering. But at the same time, here's the other part. If we don't get sickened by the people we're supposed to be grossed out by in this show in some way that is more than just death, mm-hmm. then we're never going to truly understand how bad they are. Mm-hmm. I think we needed this scene for Laris simply because the depravity he had shown was not enough mm-hmm. to truly make him, as the joke online is, instead of little finger, middle finger. Mm-hmm. Now he <laughs> is truly middle finger. Got it. And I... 
I, Steph, I don't, I, I am, I am repulsed. <laughs> I am sickened. And then I have a side question, which I'm not too happy that popped into my head in the middle of it. Oh boy. Those are real feet. They were a little weird. Damn, son. Like, you don't gotta come for her feet. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think those are her real feet. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. I agree with the depravity and all that other stuff. But, you know, everybody has a thing. Why'd she post up her feet like a porn star? Because she go had sideways. to. No, no, a pinup model. She posted up her feet like a pinup model. She did. <laughs> you know, at first, I was like... <sighs> what's what's going on here like i really thought that she was just getting comfortable like i really really did like i was like she's tired after a whole day like she's wearing these shoes so she's taking off her shoes and she's just getting comfortable because they've now like they have this relationship where they he's there and she talks to him and they talk about these things that are gonna happen it only it only hit me the first time it hit because I watched it twice. The first time it hit me mm-hmm. when he actually put his hands down his pants, and I was like, "Oh, that's what this oh, it didn't is." Hit you until then? Nope, it didn't hit me until then. The second wow. time, obviously, I watched it, and I was listening to his the way he was talking, and mm-hmm. in order for her to continue to like remove after taking off her shoes and to put her feet up and then to take off her stockings, he would withhold information so then i was like oh okay this is what Mm -hmm. this is so then i thought is this what he meant when he told her there are things that i like favors that i will need from you whereas we thought maybe it was something more like putting him into power or at least i did putting him into some kind of station or power giving him something where all he really wanted was a little bit of a wank and some feet pics you know what i mean like, is this is this what he wanted? <laughs> I don't want some feet pics. He wants some live feet. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. And yeah, yes. Yes, this is what he wanted. Okay. Yes, partially. Okay. Um yeah, it was a it was a little off. And I think it's like like you said, it, it's good to note that he has a different layer to him. Whereas people, the characters that we see in game of Thrones, like their thing is usually we're just killing people. And that's, that's what we do when, you know, yes, we had Jamie and um, Cersei with their incestual stuff. And we have Cole going crazy. Um, But we see, (laughs) now we see like there are layers to these people. And yes, they're bad (laughs) they they have they have things about them something i just thought of that was also necessary for the story of Aegon, because you can't only show me the depravity of this character for a whole episode and not tell me that there aren't other characters like him yeah including his own mother because for his mother to be willing to show off, kind yeah. of show off her feet in mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. to somebody that she knows she's using to do horrible things. Horrible things. Horrible things. He has a thing for fire, too. That That's another thing. Because mm-hmm. he burned another place down. Mm-hmm. I thought it fit. 
I thought the whole that whole arc of the episode fit mm-hmm. well together. I don't think it's as bad as some people are saying. I don't think it was pointless. I think there was a point to that. And if yeah. you only show me that Aegon that Aegon is a piece of shit, then you're not showing me the whole story of what this show is. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta show me the other pieces of crap. Exactly. Because they all are. This guy is. They all yeah. and they all showed their colors this episode. <laughs> Every single body did. Oh my god! Yeah, this is everyone this was crazy. Yeah, everyone this like the crazy. claws. The claws came out literally and figuratively. Uh-huh. <laughs> the claws came out, okay? Because them kids with them claws, bro, that took fighting to a whole uh-huh. other level. But anyway, like that's just bananas. Um, so yeah, Laris, Lar- I kept seeing Laris and in my notes, I'm like, yo, this guy's everywhere. He, this guy is hey, everywhere. we got an answer to another one of our questions. And I don't remember if we're both wrong or one of us was wrong, but I wasn't wrong. We were wrong in some way. <laughs> Otto and Laris do meet. Yes. I told you that Otto they were Lar- going to do that. I knew that at some no, point they we were going to. both agreed no that way. they were going to be external from the up, from you both are, sides. And you were incepting my brain with that. No. Oh, my God. No, Get out of here no. with all that. <laughs> now with the Caprio. Now with the Caprio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but um, they met. Mm-hmm. But what's the point of their meeting? I think it's just for Laris, honestly. I think he's extremely yes. manipulative. and he's... Yes, fair enough. But Laris sold himself as if he could be Otto's man. Of course. And then went right back to the queen and told the queen basically the shit that Otto was allowing still to happen. Mm-hmm. So how would he be Otto's man? Like, how do you keep yourself in the good standings of Otto when you're destroying pieces of what he does. Lie. He could just say that it wasn't that he has nothing. He doesn't even know. Fair enough. He has he has more of a solid foundation with Allison than yeah. he does with Otto. Oh, and, yeah. and in the beginning of the episode, we see that Allison is still kind of leaning on her dad a lot. And then towards the end of the episode, we see that she finally starts to like put her foot down and says, no, like mm-hmm. you're not the, you're obviously not the person that I thought you were, or I see more of the person that you are actually. Yes. And yeah. um, you have revealed yourself. Completely. Yeah. And, and no, this is what it's going to be moving forward. Um, so, so I think, I think Laris, Laris is playing a long game. That's what's going on. He has, oh, yeah, he has his queen he is now bringing in auto and he probably wants to be able to play both sides. Um, but do you think he eventually wants to get on the council? The small council? I don't, I don't know that he or wants to not serve him. No, I don't think he wants, I don't think he wants that. At first I thought again, and at first I thought that he wanted like station and power, power. but I don't think that he does. I think he really no. just wants to be behind the scenes creating he chaos. Yeah. He wants control. Um, he wants a form of control that nobody else can have. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's uh, nuts. He's like a freaking. He's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have like no words for him. <laughs> we'll leave it at gross. Yeah, we'll leave it. There. Okay, so 
let's switch to Otto to let's since we were talking about him. I'm, what was the cat and mouse game that we got for the first thirty to forty minutes of the episode between Otto and, and Allison? Was it really just that Allison didn't want to kill Rhaenyra and Otto did? I think so. I don't. Is that all that was. Allison is not a bad person. She's never True. wanted. She's always wanted good for Rhaenyra. Like she's always yeah. given Rhaenyra the benefit of the doubt. We saw that with the whole thing with um her and Damon when she was younger. We saw that mm-hmm. with like we we see it all. We saw that in the last episode where she's like, you know what? You'll be a great queen. Um. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing it now where she specifically told her dad reluctance to murder is not a weakness. Um, And we're going to give her these terms that she will gracefully take. And, and that's it. That's what it's going to be. Um, Otto is a huge gaslighter. Oh my goodness. (laughs) After, after Allison is like, this is, I have Aegon. This is what it's going to be. You're going to take position. Kristen is going to be the King's guard. This is how it's going to be. End of discussion. He's like, you look just like your mom. Thank you. Yes, that was it. Bro, that was the line that I was thinking of. What that was like, oh my God, you just triggered your daughter so heavy. Like, like, dude, you are a horrible father. Yes, yes. He needed, she needed to throw some hands, but she's too nice. (laughs) Yeah. He was horrible. He's he's really bad. Um, or he's I don't know. I don't. He's he's bad, but he's not bad in the sense that we're used to seeing. I feel we haven't got anybody that's truly sinister mm-hmm. in a way of putting it. They like we have a lot of bad char- characters in the mm-hmm. sense of they're not good people. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of shitty people overall, mm-hmm. but we haven't gotten sinister yet. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't gotten those characters that are going to come in there and do some of the stuff, you know, that just is going to make your blood boil. Yeah, like we like haven't gotten red a Renly. We haven't got the red one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Same family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's. We're missing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if until the Civil War begins, which I'm not even 100% sure that it's going to begin next episode. No. I uh, no, I don't. I think the beginning of the Civil War will be the first episode of the second season. Because mm-hmm. this feels like, the fact that we didn't get any Rhaenyra and any Daemon and anybody on that side, mm-hmm. not one moment of them in this whole episode... It feels like here are how we prepare for war. Mm-hmm. Here is the moments that will lead us to war mm-hmm. instead of the actual war. Which means that another conversation we had in an earlier podcast was then most of the second season, if not the really big beginning of the second season, is going to be about the Civil War. Yeah, It's going to be about these families coming at it. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a note about that, that whole infighting thing. Um, We looked at um, family lines being the fighting. Mm -hmm. We never looked at, or at least I didn't think of the possibility of Aemon and Aegon 
And I feel like we, each other. Yes. And I feel like we saw that a little bit now because or in this episode, because Amond does not think that Aegon is going to be a good king. And he said that to Cole. He's like, I'm the one that has been studying and has been fighting and I have the biggest dragon and I, you know, and he doesn't even want it. Yeah. He doesn't care about it. And when he looked, when they finally put the crown on, he actually, Aemond considered Aemond's um, proposal to put him on a ship and <laughs> just let him go, um, mm-hmm. which I understand. Um, and then later on, when he finally gets the crown on him and uh, they're all, you know, tilting their head and in, in assurance that he's the king, the look that if, if darts could come out of that Thank boy's you. eyes. Yes. So I was like, you know, maybe, you know, we're looking at, obviously, yes, there's going to be fighting across family lines. But I also think that there's another layer. And I feel like this whole episode, we got a a whole bunch of layers. Kind of like when Otto says to the white worm, are you just another worm? Are you just another, what do you say? Are you just another layer in this stinking onion or something like that? Um, I don't remember. um, So I feel like there there may be... A little bit of tension between Aegon and Aemon. I agree with you, one hundred percent. But I don't think it's the tension that will play into the current warfare that will happen next. Okay. Not at yet. all. I oh, think Aemon. Not yet. Not okay. yet. I think Aemon is too loyal to his mom. Okay. And to the idea of what the crown represents. Okay. So he has a full understanding of what that means. And because of that, he won't do anything to diminish that when his family has to fight a war Mm -hmm. within itself. Yet. If the one thing you couldn't avoid because it was on the other show and it's popped up enough, Rhaenyra dies. There is no way possible, or there shouldn't be, that she makes it all four seasons. Mm-hmm. She, I think, must die at the end of the second season, unless you're blowing up this whole way that it was written beforehand. Uh-huh. And you're creating a whole new story. Mm-hmm. Which is possible, but unlikely. Mm-hmm. And I think after the civil war between Rhaenyra and Aegon mm-hmm. happens... I completely agree with you. There's going to be tension between Aemon and Aegon. This is, of course, coming from two people who don't know the story. So yeah. do we know if Aemon <laughs> makes it out of the original what, Civil War first? Like, what, what do we know? What do we know? There's a lot to come in that. But, we're, but just taking the context that we were given and what we know of what's been presented and just loving the show mm-hmm. and taking that as mm-hmm. our story... Yeah, there's tension building there between Aemon and Aegon. And Aegon completely transformed into a different person when he got that crown on his head and the people started cheering. I agree. As soon as they started cheering, he was gone. And he was like, I'm king now. I agree. I believe it. But I agree with you 100%. However, the first time I watched it, I said, wow, okay, he's he's changed. He has the support. He's going to step into his... his, um, his position and he's going to do the damn mm. thing. The second time I watched it, 
I paid attention to from the carriage scene with him and his mom, um, mm-hmm. all the way up until that that up right up until when Rain Rainice stepped on the scene again. Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't, yeah, we'll get to that. Don't feed him that one yet. Don't feed him that one. <laughs> I. Well, first the carriage scene. I kind of feel bad for um, Aegon because he's he's I guess all his life, and we have seen that he has seemed very pathetic. But it's really because he's felt unloved and unwanted, and that's mm-hmm. why he's just been the way that he is, um, and cast aside like Damon. Definitely, like they both yeah. just wanted the love and acceptance of his of Viserys and. Now neither of them got it because Viserys is dead. Um, so Aemon, let's forget about Damon, but Aemon now has to find love somewhere else. And when everyone you started, Aegon? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Aegon. Why the hell did I write Aemon? Whatever. Too many, too many A's around here. Anyway, <laughs> Aegon now has to find love somewhere else, and he definitely mm-hmm. got that when everyone started cheering, but it's a false sense of love because those people don't know him. 100%. So he's going to, I feel like he's going to be like Joffrey where he's a king that he now comes into this power and doesn't know what, not as crazy as Joffrey because Joffrey was a sociopath. Um, but he's, he's coming into this and he's thinking I have the support of all these people. So I must be loved. And he's he's not like it's it's giving him a false sense mm. of love and he's he's still he's still a kid like he still doesn't know what it means to be king all he sees and all he's getting is praise and that's not going to do yeah. anything for him and that's why no, i think it's, it's that's why i think the battle between him and his brother might happen sooner than we think because he's not going to be a good king and his his brother is going to be like I cannot believe that this guy is king. Even if I'm loyal to my mom, I got to do something about this. Yeah, but we learned that the Civil War is only two years. Yes, which so, is ridiculous. Uh, that kind of skews the... Like, Eamon could forget two years. Mm-hmm. Like, in those two years, he wouldn't... He It just doesn't feel... But this is the only time where I looked at the casting and I went like, this doesn't make sense. Aegon feels younger than Aemon. Mm-hmm. Aegon is presented more childlike mm-hmm. than Aemon. His whole arc of a character, Aemon is supposed to be the younger brother. Mm-hmm. And I get sometimes some are more mature than others, and that's not, that's not, I don't have a problem when that happens. Mm-hmm. But Aegon looks yeah. like a child in comparison. And he acts like one. If he were just acting like one but looked more like an adult, it would, the dynamic of that would feel a lot better. Because mm-hmm. then part of Aegon would still feel like he was an adult mm-hmm. in some way. I think they did just... that on purpose, though, because mentally he's not. So we need, yeah, we need but... to feel that as well. Yes, but you can give me the mental without having to present the physical Mm. as childlike as well when there is an age difference. Mm. When he is supposed to be the older brother Mm -hmm. and when he's supposed to be this, like, over-sexualized womanizer. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry. 
other than power, the previous version of Aegon, I believed, was more of a womanizer than this current version. Mm -hmm. Who we got shown has a bunch of bastards out there. By Eric and Eric. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Eric and Eric. Eric and Eric. (laughs) No. I don't care the other name is spelled differently. It is pronounced Eric and Eric. (laughs) I actually had to... Fudge it. I'm like... Wait, how do I? Because I wanted to talk about them briefly because I know I know which one I like better. Um, and I was like, I have to figure out. Yes, yeah, the one that stole Rainey's. Yes. Do you know which one that is? Uh-huh. Was his... that's the one that was still up there, not helping yeah. his brother when he that's... was fighting Kristen? Eric. Yeah. Eric would eat the one who hates Aegon. Yes, Eric, not Eric. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't understand why yeah. their mom would have done that, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, because because why not? They're twins. Why am I going to name them something different? No. Look at all the Targaryens. Everyone's Aegon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, so, it just, it doesn't feel, I get the point. You're right. They did that on purpose, mm-hmm. and I get it. But, just from the outside, it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You gotta give me. You gotta give me a dichotomy. You gotta give me some. You can't present both sides. Mm-hmm. If he's gonna be mentally a child, you can't have him look like physically a child. Mm-hmm. That worked for Toman because Toman was still a child. Yeah. That was you can't go away from that. He was always still a child. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't work. And this is the one time I've looked at the character choices and go like. There's something almost unbelievable about this character Mm. in the position that they're in. Mm -hmm. And it's simply because they're being represented as the older brother. And they're not. Mm -hmm. And it it drives me insane. It it does. Do you think that if Aemond didn't... Was cast differently, you would feel... I mean, it's a completely big thing. But would you feel the same way if Aemond wasn't... Didn't have such, like I said last time, big dick energy. Because he brought that entire thing this whole episode. Yeah, but that, that's... No. Because, yeah, it would change it. Because, yeah, Eamon's character presentation is very important mm. to that. But I think some of the most interesting arcs of this is just that I... I don't think Eamon is casting correctly. Mm-hmm. I don't mind Eamon's casting. I don't... The presentation of his character, I think, is very good. The thing that I don't enjoy is Aegon. Because it just... There's no, no, something no. about I, it... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think that if mm. Eamon was cast differently, so somebody that's that doesn't look as menacing and mature and is much stronger than his brother... Would that then change how you feel about how who Eamon is as a character? Yes. Because I think Eamon's maturity and whole delivery is very important. So if they had cast him... I, I think Eamon is great casting. Yes. For the character you're trying to deliver and what you're trying to get across, I think Eamon was... Damn good cast. Absolutely. So, if you change it, yeah, I would be thrown off a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm just having a true problem. And I think young Eamon to older Eamon 
was a great progression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought that fit. I'm having a problem with younger Aegon to current Aegon. Mm -hmm. And I get past it because I still enjoy the episode. Yeah. I thought the I thought the performances were still good. I thought the person who's playing Aegon is playing is delivering the character the best way they can. Mm-hmm. I'm just having a visual <laughs> problem with my association of what you're trying to get me to connect to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. There's something off for me in what you're delivering. Mm-hmm. I like what the character represents. I even enjoy the way it's being played at times. Mm -hmm. But I don't enjoy looking at him because he doesn't feel right for where age-wise Aegon is supposed to be in comparison to Aemon. Okay. That's weird, but yeah. That's where I end up leaving off with that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's understandable. Um, But I don't, I don't, like, I don't feel that way. And I think this episode kind I know, of most changed people don't. that I don't think people for me. Um, but I do agree, like in the previous episodes, I was having an issue with him ca- casting wise for the character. But this episode, I feel like changed that a little bit for me. Um, and I, it oh, might be because yeah. I have a better understanding of the type of character that he is as far as mm-hmm. his emotional state. Yeah. Um, so I feel like how how you, 97 bastards later yeah i feel like how you feel as a person just in general um portrays how you how you outwardly show yourself to people and mm-hmm. i feel like that's why he comes off the way that he does because he has like he feel like in the carriage he was crying he's like i, I don't want to do any of this like mom don't like do you even mm-hmm. love me mom i thought that he was going to kill himself with that dagger. <laughs> I really did. I, I thought that he was going to slit his throat in the carriage. And then the entire time that he was walking up to the, whatever the heck it was. The dais. The dais, yeah. thank you. He, I thought mm-hmm. he's either going to kill somebody up there or he's going to turn around and slit his throat. You see, I saw the dagger scene a little different. I saw the dagger scene and I, I saw, I was looking at his eyes and I was looking at his presentation with his mom and i think the thing that changed it for me and i went like okay he's starting to turn was it was felt it felt like he was saying to his mom are you bullshitting me mm-hmm. my dad didn't want me mm-hmm. there and when she said yes and just said yes mm-hmm. and they and then showed the dagger i saw a little switch mm-hmm. like the light switched on and off real quick mm-hmm. and then you got the walk up where he was still unsure but when that crown hit his head mm-hmm. and it went from hearing nothing to hearing cheers, the switch just went yeah, on. Yeah, it stayed on. I agree. On. I agree. I don't know that he's like, going to be good, but I agree. Oof. So that... Why? Wait, wait. Why do you so think pro- that... What's his name? Cole was the one to put the crown on his head. I have that in my notes. Like, why? Like, what's? Do you know if there's a sick? I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't know because we don't read the books. But um, what do you? It was just how this... it was written. Oh, okay, just. And I'm guessing because he's the because um, Cole did a lot of the speaking too. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing because he's the Lord Commander of the King's Guard. Okay. I'm guessing that has to do with it in All some right. way. 
I also thought it would be it <laughs> honestly, and I thought about it later. I'm going like, you know what? That makes it so interesting for the Targaryens to get crowned by their Lord Commander King Guard because mm-hmm. what ends up happening to the last Targaryen? He gets killed by his, yeah. by his, his King Guard. guard. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, this is holding some kind of scope mm-hmm. as we present oh, what's okay. happening years later. And I'm starting to lean more and more on your side of if you do all these years of this show, four or five years, like, you're going to have to take me up to the Mad King. Thank you. Thank you. I need to see this. Because... <laughs> I don't know if it's simply because I have not seen any conversation about any further story in between. Mm -hmm. Because there are three moments we know. Three big moments. There's the Civil War. Mm -hmm. There's the um, Starks and Targaryens, Mm -hmm. where Jon was born from. Mm -hmm. And then there's the Mad King's death. Mm Mm-hmm. All three of these, but those last two happen much later. Yeah. They're not in this original storyline. And I'm seeing it right now. Why am I still going to have Rhaenyra towards the end of episode towards the end of season two? Mm-hmm. Why would you extend the Civil War for ten episodes? Mm-hmm. And then maybe carry over for season three. Mm-hmm. Other than you liked who you cast and you want to keep them on. It just it makes story wise of what you're giving me, the house of Targaryen, the house of the dragon. Yeah. Give me the whole house. Yes. Yes. By the end of season two, change most of the cast. Yes. I want the next set of Targaryens. I want you to introduce <laughs> exactly. this and I want the next story. Exactly. If you have to jump, then you know what? This is the one time. You can do as many jumps yeah. as you want and we won't care. No, because we, I think, I think, and I, I mean, between you and I, we can say this, but I don't know how, I haven't spoken to a bunch of other people about the show. Um, but I feel like because we know where it progresses to, mm-hmm. most people would want that kind of resolution to get up to speed to where yes. we started. And I don't think, like I said before, it would be very irresponsible if they didn't bring us up to speed. And I don't mean like up to speed like the last season of Game of Thrones where we zip through everything in two episodes. I mean like give us the progression, give us the time jump the way that they did just now where it feels like a pilot. And it's like, okay, fine. We already went through that. So we already understand what that will look like moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um. Give us that time jump. Give us the progression so that we can get to that resolution so that we know we we get up to the Mad King. And again, we don't have to see the Mad King go crazy because we saw that in, you know, in, in Game of Thrones a little bit in this little snippet. I don't need all of that, mm-hmm. but I would like to see that part of it. I don't need a whole season, but I do want yeah, the beginning no. of it. That's just me. <laughs> That's just us. 100%. I'm, and that's why I said I'm starting to lean more towards your side. I want... You can't... After seeing everything we've seen so far and knowing what we know, it's like, don't drag this out mm-hmm. for 10 episodes next season. Mm-hmm. Give me something else. Give me something more. Like, create the story. Mm-hmm. Create something that builds in this. Like, first of all, 
let's just talk about it. There was a post that we saw on Twitter that I sent you. Yeah. What does it say, Stephanie? We're going home. We're going home to Winterfell. (laughs) So if you're going to give me the Starks, I'm sorry to tell you, you better freaking give me the Starks in the story arc. Mm -hmm. Because they have to matter to something. Show me what progresses this. Show me why they're so important. Give me more. And they're going to, they're going to open, they have to open it up at this point because um, I feel like this season was showing how a family kind of like falls apart. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you can't really, while you're doing that, you have, while you show how a family falls apart, you actually have to show where they're, where they are at first. And Mm-hmm. You in order to do that, you can't really move away from them too much. But moving True. forward, now that they've fallen apart, because you know the patriarchy is is dead. They're the person that held mm-hmm. them together. Their glue is gone. So now they're scrambling all over the place because that's what this episode felt like as well. Scrambling. Um, now we're gonna. We saw that there are people that are not willing to bend the knee. And even if they are willing to bend the knee, they are going to try and find a way to get back to their loyal lines. Um, yes, so, exactly. So we saw that on a small scale. That means that it's going to be on a much larger scale moving forward. Um, so we're they're we going the to preview. have to. Yes, exactly. So we're they're going to have to open up the world. Mm-hmm. So. Like, what's his name? And, and there's a battle coming. Absolutely. There Do you know where Yeeti is? Who? Yeeti? Do you know where that is? What? Because Eamon, Eamon said that to Kristen when they were walking through the Silk Street or whatever. I don't I have to look that up. I don't know where the heck that is. So just oh, that, I was like, if they're saying oh, that's stuff. Somewhere, that's in, in the area of Essos. Got you. And, and okay. So I, I like. That's when, not on. That's not like somewhere where we're like on that map that I, I was like, what the heck West is this? Oh, okay. No, no, that's on that map, just to that far, side. Far, far that we don't... Okay, because yeah, yeah, just no, them mentioning that, I was like, "Oh, see, they're 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 setting down expanding." Yes, they're setting down a foundation so that they can open this up a bit more. Um, so I don't but really know why I went that, off they on did that, that The small council did that too. Mm-hmm. The small council did that by um, by making that joke about the Dorn. Yeah. Was Dorn? And I went like, "This is not. This is the third time they mentioned the Dorn mm-hmm. in that way." Do not give me pieces <laughs> and then not in some way show that to me. You did not give me enough of the Dorn in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, give me something here, because man, don't do this to me. Give me yeah, something. It's gonna be fire. Give me something. <laughs> um. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, did you think that Cole looked like Aladdin? (laughs) 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 A little bit when they were walking. I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, If he looked like Aladdin, then Eamon was Jafar. Um, (laughs) I think he looked like Aladdin. Big ass nose and chin. Um, no, 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 he didn't look like Aladdin. No, You're wrong. No, he reminded That's me of incorrect. Aladdin. No, no, he looked like a boo. <gasps> That's insulting. 
That's not nice. It's the hat. It's the little hat. A boo had a hat. That's not nice. <laughs> a boo anyway. This is definitely going to clip and put on our Instagram. <laughs> on the topic of Cole. Oh, I'm, so, it's all you. You know that. because oh, You know that he has my heart, right? But. I don't know how. But. How the hell does he have your heart? But I will tell you, he I don't know that he's going to continue to have my heart because he had my whole heart in the beginning of the season. He had, I'm telling you, he had my whole heart. And then what's his name? Strong came around and then he only had half. And now I was like, you know what? He's the only one I have. So he can have my whole heart again. But this episode, I can't be with toxic men. (laughs) And Kristen is a toxic man. The way that he told, told, he didn't tell him, the way that he pushed that old man down and said, sit down and killed him. And then everybody ignored it. Like nothing happened. I, (sighs) I, I, the entire time I'm like, what is the point of these little circle thingies anyway? And now I know. For one somebody to die. (laughs) Now I know what the point of it is. Keep going because I'm going to find something. I cannot believe that he did that, that Cole did that. And then the fact that he was so disrespectful to his Lord Commander uh, Westerling that he picked up his sword. There he to is, him. Harold. Yeah, he picked up his sword, pointed his sword at him, didn't listen to him, and only listened to Allison. Which, by the way, there's a lot of sexual tension between the two of them. So going oh, back to what you said, him? way way in the beginning, that she's going to end up doing somebody. It will probably be him. Later on, yeah. Cole needs Cole needs to go to the wall. That that's it. I'm saying it. He needs to go to the Is wall. Is that our first reference of the wall? Yes. Uh that was our first well, I don't it? know. That's I don't what know. I was trying to think. When I heard it, I went like, Is this the first time somebody made an actual reference? I'm not sure. To the wall? I don't want to say yes, and then somebody's like, It was not. <laughs> and if it wasn't, let us know. <laughs> Just saying. If it wasn't, like yeah, this is just crazy. Like the wall gets mentioned for the first time here. Mm-hmm. Cause then my other thought was Aegon is now Aegon is now king. Mm-hmm. Technically. And he doesn't know the prophecy. No, he does not. Clearly so nobody does go. Allison forward. doesn't either. Well Stupid. he was never gonna tell Allison. But I what I mean to say by that is that so nobody knows the prophecy mm-hmm. until John and Daenerys mm-hmm. after Rhaenyra. Is that what you're telling me? Something that had been passed down for generation after generation. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know it um, until it's right about to happen. Um, when Sam decides to read a book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me. Because who's going to tell Aegon? I don't know. And nobody in that little group, I believe, for one second, believes in prophecy. That, I think, died with Viserys. Yeah. Other than Helena, and she, it's not that she believes, she is. Mm-hmm. Fucking predicted the monster to the floorboards. I, I don't know. <laughs> you got to listen to her. Yeah, Ooh. for real. 
she she's actually a pretty interesting character um when she said it to her mom this episode i'm like yo what is this girl talking about and i wrote in my notes like i have to rewatch the last episode to figure out what the heck she's talking about but then when there when i saw renice smiling when she saw mm-hmm. the i think that's a dragon pit where everyone was was um yes. co- uh, congregating i was like oh that's what she's talking about <laughs> but my thing is right now is she was crocheting a spider mm-hmm. that has to mean something was it it looked like a spider but it didn't have eight legs so was it a spider or was it like a wasp and it wasn't finished because doesn't she say something it was a wasp and it's lyris doesn't yes and and they kept showing they always show his uh the thing on yeah, his, they do. His, they make a point yeah. of bug. Yeah. So that, that I, I don't know, but anyway. And then her first line of um, "Everybody always wants what the other person has," mm-hmm. just like her like, brother. Not her yeah, brother. Not her one, brother one, husband. One. Not her brother husband. Her brother brother. No, 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 her other brother. Her real brother. <laughs> yeah, her brother brother. Her brother brother brother. <laughs> um. Oh my God, Kristen. Okay, so the reason I was looking up Harold. Harold That's is Westerling. the commander. <laughs> Westerling, yes. I don't know which one I like more, calling him Harold or Westerling. I didn't know that Harold was his I'll first name. But... <laughs> oh, no, I just found oh, that okay. right now. <laughs> but the reason I was looking it up is because he reminds me so much of, I think his name was Lord Barristan. Uh-huh. The old Lord Commander yeah. for Joffrey that had quit after, um, like, all of that is the same. Yeah. That's all the same. And that that makes me kind of think of where are we going to see him yeah. next? Where is he going to pop up and how is it going to matter? Because yeah. it's going to matter. Yeah. Something's going to happen and he's going to play a part because he hasn't done shit mm-hmm. all season. Mm-hmm. Until these last two episodes fighting against Kristen. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten more time. Does, yep, we're seeing him more. Yes. <laughs> Does he go to Rhaenyra? Or is he going to pop up somewhere else on somebody else's side? Mm-hmm. Not for a war or anything, just pop up as somebody else's side. Because mm-hmm. he's an honorable man. Yes, he is. Extremely. There's no way that he he doesn't matter in yeah, some way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Next to his name, I put Lord Commander Westerling. Honor is thy name. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he reminded me so much of Barristan. It's like these two characters, like they went like, let's just redo it. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Why are we going to change it? Just make it the same guy. Because mm-hmm. the presentation was identical. Yeah. Honestly. I thought it was very bold of him to do that, to take off his um, gold cloak and... To take it off and walk and, out? And leave, yeah. White cloak. But isn't... Oh, because he's the king's guard. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so he gets the wide the city mm-hmm. guard. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought I thought that was pretty cool. And then when they cut to Kristen in that as he walks away, I, he kind of gives off two feelings where he's thinking. I feel like he's thinking two things. Like, damn, that guy is really honorable, and I've I'm not. But then he's also thinking, well, I get his job now. 
No. To the first one, yes. To the second one, in my opinion. Okay. No to the first one, because I don't think he thinks of him as honorable because he's not protecting the queen. I think Christian's, Kristen's mind is so warped at this mm-hmm. point. If you're not on the queen's side in every mm-hmm. way possible, you are no longer having the same honor mm-hmm. that he believes he has. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what you said last episode. It, yeah. Take you know what was the big giveaway this episode? When Eamon is speaking to Kristen and they're going to the brothels and they're trying to figure out where Aegon mm-hmm. is, and Eamon is describing that his brother took him down to the Silk Road mm-hmm. to show him what it means to be a man and to get his thing mm-hmm. wet. <laughs> and Kristen goes like, "No, every woman is to be rep- is a representation of the mm-hmm. mother." And we're like, oh, dude, you are broken. He's uh, far you out there. You are completely shattered as mm-hmm. anything possible. Mm-hmm. Like, you are gone. And that leads to the point that you brought up just a couple minutes ago was because of that kind of mentality, the only woman that is ever going to re- represent the possibility of him ever doing it again is Allison. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else. No. She's queen. So technically, in some some histories, queen is also referred to as mother. Mm-hmm. Kristen is gone. Kristen has. Uh, Kristen is in the in the deep end, dark side, and but there's no cookies where he's at. Oh fuck no! He wouldn't. He would turn them down. There are no cookies there. They don't represent the mother. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's he's slowly, slowly becoming somebody that I do not like, do not support. I don't yeah, um, know. And during during the small council, like I also felt bad for for Allison because she's dealing with her husband's death. She's dealing with mm. now the fact that Viserys told her allegedly that Aemon is supposed to be on the throne, and then out of left, sorry, Aegon, whatever. I'm, he's. It's supposed to be Aemon. That's why in my head it should be Aemon. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I don't know if it's that I like bad boys, which I honestly I don't like bad boys. I do, but I don't. Oh I do, but I don't. <laughs> and we'll talk about that off camera because <laughs> I have I have life updates. Um, oh, but okay. she <laughs> now she's dealing with this plot that was made. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. That was made behind her back by everyone except this guy that just died Mm -hmm. or that's about to die in 10 seconds. Um, So I kind of felt bad for her as well throughout the episode, but mainly there because she's dealing with a lot. Um, But yeah, and that thanks for coming to my TED talk. That's all (laughs) on that part. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's dealing with a lot. What I wrote like at the end of this whole episode in my notes was what what havoc miscommunication creates because or or like misunderstanding because Eamon Eamon no Aegon should not be king (laughs) Aegon should not be king and because Alicent misunderstood what Viserys said now here we are with John yeah if uh Robert Baratheon did not misunderstand that his wife didn't love him and that John was not this bastard. That whole war. John. Yeah, John Snow. 
I'm moving forward. The war that broke out that he he thought that the Targaryen okay, kidnapped. Go on. Yes, uh, yes, yes. But I don't I don't understand the Robert sorry, and sorry. John connection. Um. So if he didn't misunderstand that his wife didn't love him and loved the Targaryen, which I don't know what the heck his name is at this point, and that that John is not a bastard baby, that whole thing wouldn't have happened either. So it's like, how about y'all just? Under, like talk to each other <laughs> and i know that that's easier said yeah, than done require everybody <laughs> not hiding everything that's true like everybody's hiding like the reason all of this shit happened is because fuck it let's hide every moment yeah of this. you're right we gotta hide every step of this you see viserys's step of hiding i understood mm-hmm. completely because you're not hiding something small you're hiding the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 you're keeping to yourself the fact that this all is going to end at some yeah. point unless we have the right person on the yeah. throne like i get that the other side when it comes to game of thrones the the targaryen and and um and stark thing i'm, I'm like like you're the head of the targaryens you can say you love somebody yeah. else other than your sister it'll be okay yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I don't. No, you can't. But you can. Just a whole bunch. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a whole bunch of misunderstanding. That that was my point. Like, if well, that, just... that's the funny part. All of it is misunderstandings. <sighs> if they would have just like, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, if more people would have known, it would have been better. Yeah, yes, yeah. But that didn't happen, and now we get the story. All right, we we've come to the point where we're heading. We're, we're hitting the hour mark, yeah, yeah. so we 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 gotta we gotta conclude. And I think there's only one way to conclude, and there's only one person to conclude with. Boom, bam, pow. Because honestly, huh? Boom, bam, pow. What? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, let let's let's be honest about it. The only part, like, there were a lot of good parts to this episode, and there were a lot of weird parts to this episode, but. Who stole the show? Want me to tell you? If it wasn't, if it, yes, go ahead. If it wasn't who, Stephanie, who stole the show? Mama Rainice. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that's where you would go with her her, her introduction, but okay. Mama Rainice. First of all, oh. finally, finally, she felt strong. Oh, to finally, me. we get a full mm, yes, we get a full kick ass because she felt strong the whole yes. episode that she was presented yes. in. Every conversation felt strong. Every moment felt strong. Every delivery of what mm-hmm. she was saying felt strong. It was like, mm-hmm. and then she closed it with, uh, as you put it, bing, boom, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, goddamn. Yep. I mean, that was only, that's that's the only way she could have escaped when you think about it. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I agree. But it was yeah. still great. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. It was amazing. Um, her conversation with with Allison, I actually thought that she was going to be like, because we talked about it last episode, that she was going to say, oh, yeah, you know, I'll go with you. Um, but she said, uh, the words of my house are not fickle, um, which <laughs> which was awesome. And I was like, oh, finally, she's sticking to her guns. Um, and then later on, I actually wrote down what she said to, to Allison um, about... Mm-hmm not going and taking the throne she said uh you still you toil still to serve men your father your husband your son you deserve you not deserve you desire not to be free but to make a window in the wall of your prison have you never imagined yourself on the throne um which makes me think 
window in the wall of your yes. prison was so yes. beautifully written. Which makes me think she never ever gave up the idea of her being on the throne like she said she did to her husband so she's a big fat liar like all the targaryens are um which whatever fine um but i think like like we said finally finally she felt like a strong character this this episode um because of what she said because of her entrance and her exit um, even though I wanted her to chicharron all of those people on the dais, I understand why she didn't. <laughs> um, one oh, would be no sorry. Two, she is not a bad Targaryen. So she's not no, going to sit there evil. and burn all of them. Um, but she she was amazing. And also my last point, not associated with any any of our what we talked about before. The music in this episode deserves its own like genre of amazing and i know that we say it each each episode you say that every episode but the <laughs> whatever the music <laughs> deserves like i feel like we could just have a whole conversation about the music but i think we will but oh Once my god done with the season i think i'm gonna give you a platform <laughs> to just go with the music but yeah but rainice I'll, I'll be here for halloween <laughs> my, co- my costumes <laughs> change every episode but i could be here uh that suit is nice so that suit of armor she has is nice i give her that it's a good she has a good presentation of being this badass Mm -hmm. princess who should have been queen queen, Mm should have had the throne Mm -hmm. like this episode for me made her just it just brought out everything she should have been for so many episodes Mm -hmm. i don't know if i completely agree with you on whether she resigned herself to giving up the throne i just think what she ended up resigning herself to was I can't have the throne. Viserys hasn't been bad. I can't hate him for what other people chose. Yeah. I can't do that. Because if I hate him, I'm going to hate myself. Mm-hmm. And I resent a lot of things. But now there's an opportunity for someone who's in the same position I was mm-hmm. in, but should be there now, who was chosen to have it. Mm-hmm. And I think for her, her mentality switched from, she pointed out to Allison, have you ever thought that you should be, you know, on the mm-hmm. throne or you should be queen? It's like, there was a point to that. It was, the point was like, we have to think that way at sometimes for it to matter. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to strip away the one time where someone like us can be queen, can have the Iron Throne, can control it because of something you can't prove. Mm-hmm. Something you, you, because you want to keep a patriarchy that you're, you know, in our minds that your father yeah. would love to keep going because he believes that's the only way you can control things. And for her, it's like, no, mm-hmm. you're not going to hold me here forever. I'm going to go try to give a chance to the rightful person who deserves to be queen. Yeah. And she did it so well and she broke out the dragon and then. You're right. She could have just fried everybody, mm-hmm. but it's also another. She, that's not her character. That's yeah. just that's not who you present. She's not going to destroy people in that way. I'm going to give you a chance to either repent mm-hmm. or we're going to come for you hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just going to let you. I'm just not meant to be that kind yeah. of evil. Yeah, she's not. That would have been evil mm-hmm. and ugly. Mm-hmm. And that's not her. And I don't think she would have wanted her granddaughters no. to see her in that no, manner. No, not at all. She has. 
she's never been that way yeah she's never been that way she's never done anything like that so for her to that would be completely against who we know her to be like it would just be yeah i feel like if they would have done that it would have just been for shock and awe yeah and it would have it would have felt cheap kind of um like we would have been happy because ha 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 you know now you're not supposed to you these people Mm -hmm. aren't the ones that are on the the throne but at the same point it would have been like now what (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, but you know, was it the best episode nine of everything we've seen in the whole scope of Game of Thrones? No, I don't think mm. so. I don't think it was horrible, but I don't think you see. This is where I view it, and th- this happens in books that are written for a long mm-hmm. time. If a book is written for a very long time, sooner or later, in the sixth or seventh book, you're gonna get book five being from this perspective and then the same exact events in book six are going to be from this perspective Mm -hmm. and then book seven is going to align the ending of those two Mm -hmm. books to come Mm -hmm. together i think season one episode nine is not episode nine i think it's episode nine a and then episode 10 is episode nine okay Makes sense. We're gonna get the other side. Makes sense. We're gonna see now how does Rhaenyra set Mm -hmm. up her board, and then we're gonna be left. What does she do here? Yeah, and then we're gonna get limbo. Ridiculous. We're gonna get limbo. Ridiculous. One more episode. (sighs) So sad. For two years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway. Don't forget, you can follow us <laughs> across all social media platforms. And the way to do that is to find us at The GOT Addicts. Shoot us an email at thegotaddicts.com. Make sure you are following us and you're subscribing, giving us a thumbs up and all that good stuff. Until next time. Bye. Peace.